Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Today's Bible verse comes from Psalm chapter 51, verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Ah, that reminds me of an old song that we sang. It's probably the very first song I remember singing in church. It is. When I was a very, very young kid. I mean, this was probably the 60s, early 70s. I remember singing that, yeah. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. And we'd go, oh, oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an old, old hymn. I like it, though. But I never had connected it back then with the Bible verse. So good. Did, oh, really? Oh, well, not when I was like five. No. Oh, I guess not. Yeah, our, our marriage prayer today is a firm and steadfast desire to serve. Yes. Yeah. And one of the lines that I really like in the marriage prayer today is that it says, the more we, it says, um, the more we walk in your will, the more we delight in your will. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true. I think that the closer we are to God, the closer that we want to be to God. Yeah. And it goes the same with, you know, prayer or reading the Bible or whatever it is that, that w- whatever way we engage ourselves with God. Just builds on it that. It does. Yeah. It's like that yeah. snowball effect, you know? Yeah. It's like the more you, you eat uh, the word of God, you're you're eating this bread and you're even more hungrier for more. It's so good. It's kind of like when I eat chips at a party, you know, you just try a few <laughs> and then you're like, oh, once you get the taste, like that thing, it says, bet you can't have just one, right? Oh, yeah. It's so true. It's like as soon as you get the taste for God's word, you just want more of it. But it goes the other way too, though, that if we are doing this and we are walking in God's will, um, you know, and and the problem is, is that if we get drawn back into the world by small things, then we start taking backward steps, mm-hmm. you know, and we start walking away from God a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's where we need every day to kind of check ourselves and make sure that that's not what we're doing. You know, and that's what prayer is all about. That's what meditating in God's word is all about, um, is to to make sure that we don't walk backwards and walk away from him. Mm -hmm. And that other verse is on my mind, too. It comes from Philippians 2.13 that says, It is God which worketh in you both Mm -hmm. to will and to do his good pleasure. Yeah. And so if you feel like, you know what? I don't want to really feel like reading my Bible. I don't want to, I don't feel like praying in that. Just remember that it's God that's going to be working in you to to do these things, not only to do them, but to want them. So the more closer that you are drawing to God, the more that, that feeling of wanting to do it builds inside you. I hear some people say that with running. They're like, if you exercise, you just start exercising, and before long, you're going to love it. And some yeah. people do. They just get, you know, at first, it's like, this is really hard. Then they have this real desire now. I want to get out there every day and do this run. And yep. I think, you know, once God's, God is working and you open your heart to allow him to work in you and to give you that will to do his good pleasure, then that really 
starts working within you and through you. I think but that comes with opening your heart. I think that's a really good analogy because, um, I mean, you could use it in this way too, that if a runner ever goes out, you know, is ready to run and says, you know, I'm not really feeling like running today. Yeah. It's because they're out of practice. And anybody who says, no, you know what? I really don't feel like getting into the word today. It's because you're out of practice, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, and that should, that should really alert us that, no, you know what? I've taken too many steps back. I'm, you know, that, that's not good. And you've got to try to clear your mind of all of these worldly things that are constantly up against us, you know, to recognize just how dangerous those things are to us and to our walk mm-hmm. and, you know, and to, and to get back into it because you should be enjoying your time in the word. It should be invigorating. It should be, um, you, it, it's, it's like a treasure hunt, you know, going into yeah. the word of God and, and finding all of these things that are just there to encourage us. I'm going to share two practical ways that I like to do that, to okay. study God's word. All right. One is where I started with a really good study Bible. Mm-hmm. So I didn't make it a goal to read a, a large volume of text, but what I did is I'm going to read this page and I'm going to make sure that I look at all the notes and look at all the cross references and look at all the references to the Greek or Hebrew words. And so I'm doing this really deep study, but I've got a study Bible there that's kind of guiding me through. That's mm-hmm. where I when I first found my interest in studying the Bible is when I had an aid to kind of help me dig a little bit deeper. Well, I'm going to actually share two more. There's also Bible study um, guides on my website at timewarpwife.com. Just click the little tab that says Bible studies or studies. And um, there are Bible study guides that you can download. And what I've done when we go through a topic is that I ask you questions. And those questions are designed to uh, get you to dig a little bit deeper by either looking at that chapter or comparing other chapters of the Bible so that you get a whole picture of what's going on. It's a great way to study your Bible. Now, the third way, this is another very practical way that, of studying your Bible. This one is the, my go-to lately, is that I like to listen to a pastor like John Corson. He is from, well, he's connected with Calvary Chapel but I don't think he's with them any, he was for a long time. I'm not sure. I think he might be non-denominational right now, but, um, and what he does is he preaches through the Bible. So I open up my Bible app, which is Bible Gateway, and I read the Bible along with him. And then, you know, I'll pause and I'll listen to what he says. And when he tells me things, I check them, I check them and I take notes in the Bible app and, or you could just have a pen and write them down too. But listening to a pastor going through the Bible and being able to kind of like pause that and take notes and check on what he's saying is such a good way to study the mm-hmm. Bible. I get a sure. lot out of that. And I was just doing that again last night with, yeah. um, yep. uh, what was it? Matthew chapter eight. I think I was studying last night. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, everybody has their own way of, of approaching it, I guess. It's not whatever. everybody. Some people are like, I don't know what to do, you know? So, well, right. I know okay. what you mean. Yeah. yeah. But for those yeah. who, who kind of say, I don't know where to start. Just read it. <laughs> just read it. And it's not going to make any sense to you because the, one, of the, um, one of the things that, that um, people really don't consider this. So anytime you hear somebody say, well, you know what? I don't read it because I don't understand it. Well, you're not going to understand it because it's spiritually discerned. 
And so that's where you need to to get in with God and to get close to God and let his spirit speak to you mm-hmm. and reveal these things to you because they really are only spiritually discerned. That's where a friend of ours used to say, um, maybe some people don't understand it because they're reading in the dark. Yes. They're not getting that spiritual discernment. Oh, see, and that is, that's actually deeper than you think because um, reading in the light means reading truth. The light yeah. is, is truth, right? And that's really what is hidden. And that's why I was saying, I was kind of, I was kind of saying that before about it being like a treasure hunt, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's exactly what it is. But it, with that said, I think there are a lot, and I, I'm talking about a lot of mm-hmm. young Christians that don't understand or remember what they're reading. And sometimes it's not because you're reading in the dark. I want to say that, you no, know, like, no. like our daughter, she no. has always struggled with reading and said, I could read like two pages. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there going, I have no idea what I just read. I've gone through, yeah. you know, two chapters of the Bible yeah. and, and my mind has been completely somewhere else. And so there's some people that just don't process information as well as other people, which is why there's other aids to help you study the Bible sometime that can be really good for you too. But let me let me address that too, because I know this used to be the five minute podcast. It's going to be longer yeah, well, today. We haven't been doing it every day. That's so, right. You so know, so go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to feel so, <laughs> we'll just add them all together. When I started reading the Bible, um, I could read a sentence and then I'd stop and I had no recollection at all of what I read. And I'd read it again. Again, it's just, I could not read that way. And I was completely lost and I forced myself to do it. Mm-hmm. And I retained so little, maybe 1% of anything that I that I read. And I prayed about it and I just kept at it. Right, but that's not to say that your heart was in the wrong place. No, that no, was my no. point. That, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying stick with it. Just stick with it and pray about it because it is God that teaches us and he can teach you mm-hmm. and he can use whatever you see in there. It's, it's something for you, for your faith to be built up on. So don't think you're getting nothing because you're really not. You're, you're getting something out of it. Just stay with it. And, uh, and it becomes a lot easier as you start to understand, especially the, the figurative language that's in the scriptures. There's so much of it. And when you start to clue into what that means, it, it's really exciting. It's, it's Yeah, sometimes you have to get level. used to the version that you're reading. That's the other thing. Like for me, yeah. I started with King James Version. And yeah, that was yeah. like, you know, King James ago is, now, 20 years ago, yeah. I would read the King James Version for like a few hours a day when, when I, I was on bed rest. Mm-hmm. Well, self what imposed. do you call that? Self-imposed bed rest. <laughs> yeah. After five miscarriages, I'm yes. like, you know what? I'm not doing nothing here. That's right. I'm just going to take it easy. I'm going to study the Bible all afternoon. And and that's what I, does, I did. But I started with King James Version and yeah. it was hard, but I found it was kind of like pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. And when you have this, you know, 5,000 piece jigsaw puzzle and you start putting a few pieces together, that's when it really starts to starts to make sense. Yeah. It might not yeah. make sense on day one or day two, but as you start progressing with that, you start to see the picture coming together That's and right. 
and it, it really is exciting to see that. It doesn't seem like that at the very beginning, but you have got to be stubbornly persistent. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just have to be. And uh, don't worry about it. God is going to honor that and and show you things that you never, never imagined would be in that book. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Okay, let's pray. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we lay our lives at your feet, Lord, asking that you would give us new and better desires, that you might transform the hearts we once had with hearts that are softened, repentant, and pure, that you might replace any hint of desire to sin with a firm and steadfast desire to serve you and to walk in your will. The more we walk in your will, the more we delight in your will. And so, Lord, we ask that you remind us of this any time we might veer off the path. It's not easy some days to hold back our tempers or to exercise patience, but we know that practice and prayer go a long way in bringing our flesh into subjection. Teach us how to begin, Lord. Show us what needs to be done. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.